All right, everybody, sorry about the uh, delay. We had a bit of a technical issue that we had to attend to, but we got knocked out of the park. Big thanks to Jim Senecropi, the boss man, coming in and helping us out. Uh, I, of course, am Paul Russo, one of the co-hosts on the Fresh Takes Podcast, Russo and Felice. Across from me, as always, man, myth, legend himself, Nick Felice. Nick, we're here. Hey, 10-15, that just means it's the start of a good time. And uh, I don't know how long this show's going to last. It could go to 11-15. 11? Who knows? <laughs> as long as you're here, that's all that matters. But, Paul? That's true, yes. Yep. Don't sleep on my Lions. Yeah, here we go again. Don't sleep on my Lions. 2-0-1-1, going into that game against the Chiefs. Almost pulled out. Should have pulled it out. Well, we can get to that, though, in a second. But first. Yeah, we have a new guest co-host in the freaking studio with us. Very excited. Mike Bruno joins us. For his first appearance on the pod, thanks for coming Hello, in. People. Hello, How's it going? Uh, I'm doing good. It's good to be here. Happy uh, to look, have you here. New I'm, voice. Always excited for that. I look forward to debating and talking sports with you gentlemen. He is it a should be an Dolphins honor. fan. I this is a such a classy... Fan. We are used to this. He's being so classy right now to us. Yeah, he's here. We don't, we don't get that. He's from Paul's grade. He's from Seneca Falls. I think the viewers most likely know that. And where do you work know. right now? I do work out at Del Lago at the sports book. So if you ever want to come place a sports bet or if you have winning sports bets, come cash out with me. I just realized a potential uh, conflict of interest. Are you going to be able to participate in our one segment? What at segment? The, at the end of the show. Oh, the lock it in? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't okay. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I can't tell people who to bet when I'm there. I can tell people what I think afterwards. I mean, I, I didn't know. I just I realized what we might have stumbled into. Yeah, yes. Paul, do not lose to. him. We finally got a good guest here I, I'll today. I'll be able to do that. I should be able to. All right, perfect. So let's take a quick look at what we got going on. We're a little bit not rushed for time per se, but... Uh, we know uh, we're a bit later than usual. So, NCAA football, we're going to hit first. NFL, MLB playoff preview. NHL season preview. Puck drops tomorrow with some big Let's games. go! There. Bruno's excited. Let's Bruno. go! Bruno is a big hockey fan. Uh, definitely probably bigger than me. Um, He's definitely bigger than me. Doesn't take much. But uh, And then our lock of the week, as we alluded to. So, with that in mind, we'll jump right in to the NCAA. Make this kind of quick. It was kind of a, I would say, a dull week, but um, certainly not uh, not a week that I think we're going to look back on and be like, oh, hey, remember this from the year? Um, I want to start, I probably should have put it first, but I want to talk about Notre Dame because that was probably the, I don't know, at the moment it was the tightest game of the week. I think it might have been one of two matchups or ranked teams even met in general this past week. Um, they handled the Cavaliers. It was a nice bounce-back win for the Irish. Um, Nick, I know you were pretty excited about it because, uh, uh, I don't. I, judging by some messages, I don't think you were all that big on the Cavaliers, but Virginia certainly deserved, I thought, that top 20 ranking that they had last week. Um more than likely, they will be the team that faces Clemson in the ACC championship game. Um, but this is a nice big bounce-back win for Notre Dame. I think it certainly helps bolster uh, the resume for making the playoff should that opportunity arise again this year. Hey, you know, it was a good win. We struggled in the first half. I'll be honest, I was a little buzzed during the whole game, but I did get to catch parts of the game, and I saw a little bit of the second half, and they started pulling away, you know, 
things happen. You know, they don't they weren't winning at halftime. But that happens in sports, and they came out to play in the second half, and they ran the tables. I mean, they outplayed Virginia that second half, and uh, yeah, I wasn't too high on Virginia. I was actually surprised that they were number 18 going into this game. Don't think of Virginia as a football team, a football school, because clearly they're a basketball school. But they shocked me a little bit. I think they should be. I think they are still in the top 25 because they should be. Um, but that's just it's a, it's a nice win for Notre Dame, but they're going to need more teams ahead of them to lose, and they're going to need Georgia to run the tables because they need Georgia to look good. As if that is their only loss going into the playoffs, because they do not play a conference championship game. But that probably is the biggest takeaway, in my opinion, from college football in Week Five. Bruno, oh. do, you, do you have anything? Oh, my biggest takeaway from yes. Week 5? Well, I wouldn't say it's the biggest takeaway from Week 5, but in general, I think we need to stop crediting Clemson so much. That's as we right. see. That's right. That was the a great ACC game, is extremely weak, even with Syracuse and Virginia, who are both in the top 25 this year. That is a weak conference. And Clemson... Who has to has almost the easiest schedule gets no blame, but yet Alabama each year has the weakest schedule. Thank you. And Thank you. They are known to just be like, oh well, they're the best team, so they should be able to play whoever they want. Well, Clemson has beat them two out of three times in the championship game, with yes. a little bit tougher schedule because they're playing actual D one teams, not JUCO schools. But we need to stop sleeping. On the or we have to get our hats off of Clemson, and we need to start putting more respect into Wisconsin because they Wisconsin. are going to be making some noise come December they and did. end of November. They, they did beat. Michigan. They had a little bit of a scare though this past week with this Northwestern. Past week they did, but Northwestern they'll, they'll get back. They'll get back. Northwestern's a pesky team. Ooh, I like this. View. This, is a, cool this view. is a good view. Yeah, that's I a like good this view. One. You know, you don't really get to see the TV months, but it's you know the show. But Wisconsin, I mean, Northwestern is a pesky team. What's his name? Pat, Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald. He does a good job with that team. So I don't really – yeah, it was a scare for Wisconsin. But Wisconsin is good, what Brutal said. And I'm, They're offense. They can run, which is going to help them in the cold. They yes. have a good defense. If they can just get past Ohio State, they will what's be your in the championship. What is your is opinion my, on jo- uh, Jim Harbaugh? Uh, as a coach? Yeah, is he on the hot seat? I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat right now. I would say this he has this year to prove. Because they went in and they changed up their whole offense, which was kind of idiotic on his part because he was He's also still, making the calls now, again. He was good enough to be. He was in a Super Bowl. Yep. He got the highest paid coach in college. He was this close to beating Ohio State and putting Michigan on the top, but he just can't win those big games. Nope. I don't know if it's nerves that are getting to him. If he can't land top recruits to be able to beat Ohio State, then he will be on the hot seat. But until then, I think he's fine. Well, it's funny because I kind of wanted to go to Ohio State a little bit next, but to tie it in, I think – I think the only way I think we see Harbaugh in Ann Arbor next year is if he beats Ohio State. 
Really? You yeah. Think they're calling, you think this is it for them this year? Yeah. I what think, is this year? I what, think there's three? I, year five. Four, five. Year five? Yeah. Out of how many? Eight? I think ten, so. Eight or ten? I think it's eight. But Michigan hasn't done anything really in its tenure there. I mean, they've gotten to one New Year's Six game. They haven't gotten to the playoff. He hasn't beaten Ohio State. I, you know, and I, I kind of discounted Ohio State going into this game against Nebraska this past week. Um, and I don't know if maybe it's so much I discounted them or I thought Nebraska was a little bit better Definitely. clearly than they were. But I think this Ohio State team certainly probably thrust themselves, certainly in the conversation for sure, for making the playoff this year now because of, I think, this past weekend. And... You know, a piggyback off it, I think really now their biggest test, at least going into the Big Ten championship game, is going to be Michigan. Um, you might see Penn State give them a game for a quarter or so, but, I mean, that Penn State team isn't exactly great either, you know. Mm-hmm. I And, you know, really you look at the rest of the teams, you thought Maryland probably would give them a fight, and Maryland didn't give Penn State a fight this past week, and... Who yeah left Rutgers who just fired their coach. I mean, I I feel fairly confident Ohio State's chances at least going forward, at, at least this point on, and that might spell doom for Harbaugh up in Ann Arbor, you know, job wise and year wise. So, and you say Pac twelve lost a playoff spot? Yeah, they lost their playoff chance. Uh, Cal was pretty much their last bullet, and um, I can't believe I stayed up to watch that game. It was just a you bad. You thought Kale was going to go to the no, playoffs? I didn't think so. I thought Washington, if anybody from the Pac-12 this year would make it. Utah was supposed to be good, too. I didn't put too much credit to Utah. I'm like, Utah, I thought Utah getting up the 10th was a bit much at the time. They but, need to redo the playoff format. Well, they need it. They yes. need What they need to do is they need to go to, in my opinion, eight, eight seeds, power five each get an automatic bid for their winner, and then you have three at large. Yeah. So it's yours. Eight. I'd say eight or sixteen. Mine's always crazy. I like mine. Mine's crazy. It's seventeen. Oh. Here's how you do seventeen. I didn't One ever. Team gets a buy. So whatever. Right. How many major conferences are there? Like four, five. Five. They all get automatic bids. Whoever wins their conference, and then that would mean there's ten at-large bid teams. And then I say 16 and 17 playing game. That should be all the other mid-major teams so they have a chance for a spot. And they play in a playing game, which does end up playing the number one seed, but at least it gives them a chance. It gives mid-majors something to play for for the year. That's my crazy playoff, but I say if we go to eight, I'll be happy. Eight would be cool. So, that's all right. Yeah, looking forward to this week weekend in college football then. Um, game day, I believe, is going to... Try if I'm remembering correctly. Not Syracuse. No. We're idle this week, thank God. It's never going to go to Syracuse. Twice is going to <sighs> Where are they oh, going this week? I forget at the top of my head. Oh, that's right. They're going to Gainesville for Auburn, uh, Florida. That's a big game this week for certainly the SEC. Yeah. Um. Let's see, that's that might be the really big game of the weekend. You got Ohio State playing Michigan State this weekend. 
Eh, that probably will be a bit of a snooze fest. That'll be like a 25-point game. Yeah. 40 to 15. I mean, other than that, Maybe. ooh, you do have Iowa playing Michigan, but I don't That's know. That's the game Harbaugh needs to win. If Iowa yeah. comes in and beats Michigan, then Harbaugh is gone. You think he's gone after the game or just Not gone, gone the after the season? Yeah. Actually, they might give him one more chance. One more time to try to beat Ohio State next year. Yeah. If he doesn't do it, Man, he's, gone. he's gone. I mean, I'm with you, but... I think those boosters want a little bit more, I'd say. Yep. Anyway. Now I'm to the big boys. Yeah, I'm to the big boys. Um, here we go. Week four was, in the NFL anyway, speaking here, I don't know what to really call it as. It was such a weird it week. Was. There's a lot of upsets. You had, well. You can't call it an upset. I don't That's know if I'd. Professional. Yeah. Anyone can be anyone. Yeah. We're going to start here and then kind of work down, I guess. Hard hits. You had a lot of um, dangerous hits this week. Main one being, obviously, I think in the spotlight being Montez Burfett. Um, Spent for the year after the hit he had on Jack Doyle. Um, then you had a couple non-call big hits that were certainly held with helmet, certainly ones that should have been penalized. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say maybe suspension overall, which I know will piss off freaking Bills Mafia. Uh, but I thought the hit on Josh Allen, you certainly pen- should have been penalized. Don't know if it's really suspension-worthy, but it's certainly a penalty. Probably you'd get a fine, but whatever. And then, I don't know if you guys saw this. Bruno, you might have been, I'm assuming you probably were working Sunday. Nope. You I, weren't. I don't, I don't work Sundays or Mondays. Ooh. I got the two days off. Lucky you on that one. I so said I want to watch football. I don't know if you, uh, Nick, I, you were watching. I don't know if you really saw it. But the hit on Marcus Peters after he intercepted the ball in the Buccaneers-Rams game. Oh, by the lineman? Yeah. Yeah, I That right. should have been a penalty. I did not see that one. That didn't get one either. Um, unfortunately, I feel like those headline the hits kind of headline the week, especially with Burfett's hit. You know, it, this is a penalty that we haven't seen in the NFL before, where you get the year long suspension, more or less, we're sick of your shit, clean it up, type deal is what it was. Um, and it's unfortunate because I I thought over the past year or so he kind of cleaned up his act a little bit. Um. You know, looking at back on now, he looks like he hasn't really learned. Maybe this is finally the time he learns, or, you know, maybe this was his last shot in the NFL period at this point. Because Bengals let him go. Raiders more or less kind of took him on a flyer-type deal. Um, and now, obviously, he's going to miss the rest of the year. You know, he only played four games as a Raider. So, it it, it – like I said, it, it unfortunately this week I think the headline is those hits because of what happened with Burfett. So, my biggest takeaway from Week Four was you just mentioned the game is Tampa Bay oh, beating God. the Rams and scoring so many points, and it almost it almost shows you that I think Bruce Arians is a top five coach right now. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the way just, I know, I know the way this discussion's the road it's going. I down. mean, if his field goal kicker just makes a simple kick against the Giants, hey, they're three and one. Here we go, Tampa <laughs> Bay. I, I think Tampa Bay. People are sleeping on Tampa. There Bay. it is. <laughs> uh, I think Jameis Winston. He he looks like a stud this year. 
Mike Evans looks like he's been playing better than he ever has. Chris Godwin is a stud. I don't know how that defense is going to do, but... Uh, but Can we discuss words that you just said? Jameis Winston, stud. <laughs> he, you know what? A couple years ago, Jameis Winston had a pretty good year. He actually did. He was on my fantasy team. My fantasy team was terrible, but he was one bright spot. Jameis Winston, I think, needs to get more credit, but I think it's more Bruce Arians. What he has done to this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doubting you. I I was a big fan of Brazilians in Arizona, but yes. I mean, to think that this Buccaneer team is like for real, I think is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I don't know. They just went into LA and beat the NFC defending champ. And a lot of people are saying the Rams were the favorite, one of the favorites in the NFC going into this week. And they just they just were scoring with ease against that defense. I'm not saying. Well, how often do the Rams give up big points? Remember last year they played Kansas City. They gave up fifty-one. Yeah, and then they gave up thirteen in the Super Bowl. But Kansas if you City, give up thirteen, you should win. If you hold the team to thirteen, you should be in a one-score yeah. game at most. You should not only score three. I'm not. So I'm saying that their defense takes one or two games off a year. It's a big play they defense. Know they overlook Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is known to put up points. Yeah. You're telling me Ryan Fitzmagic. Fitzpatrick, yeah, he's, he's over here. He threw eight touchdowns, yeah. yards last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They didn't lose anyone. They didn't gain anyone crazy. No, is that same offense? Yeah. So they, he knows how to coach that team. Yes, I. I'm not saying Tampa Bay is the one of the threats in the NFC right now, but do not sleep on them. Is what I'm saying, and that was, that was the biggest takeaway I thought. So you're pretty much making them a threat. <laughs> I'm saying if they are a threat, you heard it from me are you saying, first. Are you saying wild card or are you saying division? Are you saying wild they're better card. than the Saints? Or you, the Saints who are, are they better than? If you're saying they're a threat, they should they play the Saints twice in the next six people weeks. People aren't going like to like this. Drew Brees is gone. So are you saying Tampa Bay can win those games? People aren't going to like this thing I'm about to say. The Cowboys are going to fade this year. No shit. They're going to fade? Fade out of the playoffs. Look at what just happened to them in New Orleans. It's like not you're not saying anything crazy. I don't really like the Cowboys. Yeah, I like that's a bold prediction. I think the Cowboys are going to fade. I think you only get one team on the NFC East, and I think I go. I think you do get two out of the NFC North, and you get and <laughs> they're going to be fighting with one of those other teams. I think in the NFC West. Who? You're saying the Cowboys? No, the Bucks. Are going to be fighting with the team in the NFC West? Yes. Which one? Seattle. I think I like Seattle. No, the what Niners will drop the 49ers? and the Cowboys will drop. I'm not saying Tampa Bay's going to get in. Drop. Have you seen their schedule coming up? It's not too difficult. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, you know what? Tampa Bay's a good team, man. They're a good team. Jameis Winston's a good quarterback. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think people need to give him some love. I'm not saying they're going into the playoffs, but I, th- I think they're going to be fighting. Do you realize the words you just said? Carolina's going to fight. I have a couple takeaways Atlanta's from trash. One thing is, you're saying Tampa Bay is a sleeper, right? You're yep. saying Tampa Bay sleeping? Here is the sleeper of the NFL. Okay. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, I do They agree. have... A great defense. They now have a running back to go along with Matthew Stafford. Yes, they All they are missing right now 
is a wide receiver, and they have two decent ones. They don't have Megatron anymore. They don't have a big-name receiver. But if they were to hypothetically make a trade and get someone in there to be a deep threat, that's going to open up the field. Now, that defense has just proven they can hold high-scoring offenses to low-scoring affairs. So they can bring Kansas City, who should have put up 50-something points, down to 30, and they had a chance to win the game. And they hold Pat Mahomes and no touchdowns, too. And Pat Mahomes, once again, no touchdowns. Another bold prediction is the Buffalo Bills are only two years away from taking over the AFC East from the Patriots and making it their turn. <laughs> you mean when Brady's, what, 45? Brady's walking after this year if he goes to the Super Bowl. You think so? Calling it. Once he gets to 10 Super Bowls, Why he's done. Why? Once he gets to 10, I think he's hanging it up. Well, I was really anticipating more debate from Nick on that one. <laughs> well, I am, I, I'm a Lions believer, too, and I think they could be one of those teams with Tampa Bay fighting for the wild cards. All right, if it comes down to one spot, who gets the wild card, Tampa Bay or Detroit? Detroit. Tampa Bay, because Detroit's cursed. Detroit, I love Detroit, but they They're are cursed. cursed franchise. Tampa Bay is also cursed. But they have a bay. I will say the NFC North is probably the toughest division yes. to play right now. Yes, the Bears are for real. Yes, the, then you got the Packers. They're good. When you we finally get to see Aaron Rodgers with a legit defense, this is the Packers have to win this year. And I think both of them are in. Pat Bears and Packers, I think, are both going to be in. And what? You don't now. trust the Vikings? I'm not high on the Vikings. They they look terrible. I know the Bears' defense is good, but they look awful last week. What do you think of Vikings? Of the Vikings? Uh, I mean, I like them. I like the Vikings as a team. I like everything that they are. I like their defense. I like their receivers. I like their running game. I do not like Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. I miss Kirk. As we see, he got paid and he forgot how to play football. What they need to do is bring in a backup. And this might sound as crazy as it does. Teddy Bridgewater down in New Orleans right now. Could he possibly show them, hey, next year... Just come out and pick me up and make and we can have Was a bad yes. Yeah. Yes. And then give him How his you redemption chance. Because this is history. his team. That's the same team that they had before. They just so made it like, better. Sounds like Why not take Teddy Bridgewater back? If he shows these next four weeks, he's like, hey, I'm a good player. It sounds like you say Minnesota. Are they last in that division? They're tied with the Lions. No, I mean, when the season ends, do you think they're going to be last? Yes. Yeah. I think they will be Last. It's a tough no, division. They'll be second to last. I think Chicago will finish last. Wow. Wow. I think Chicago wow. finishes last in that Jesus division. Christ, I got every red button flashing over here too on that Chicago? one. Chicago? I know I'm not high in Chicago either. But they impressed me last week. Uh they impressed me not to finish last. I don't know. I'm not big on the Packers, but I'm big on the Packers. He, I'm big on the Packers. You don't know because you haven't really seen much shows of He's a Packers hater. I'm a Packers I'm a Packers. Yeah, I, I am I a like Packers, Packers hater. But I like the here. Packers. Aaron Rodgers has weapons. <laughs> Devontae Adams is arguably he he thinks Devontae a Adams top sucks. five receiver. He thinks he sucks. Sucks. Yes. Devontae Adams is a wide out one. He says he's not even a one. 
I really? know. I'm stunned. Yeah, I was stunned when he told me that earlier in this season. <laughs> He's not. So where'd you rank him in the NFL right now? Out I mean, of receivers. Top fifty. Top fifty. <laughs> Is he top thirty two? Because that would make him a one. Yeah, he's I mean, he's got to be a he's he's the Packers one because they don't have any other option. <laughs> they have plenty of options. I don't know. I think both Diggs and Thielen are better than him. That for instance, I mean, I'm not going to deny those facts, but I'm still saying Adams is better. He's a one with what he does with Aaron Rodgers. That connection, he is a one for Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me started on this Aaron Rodgers rhetoric. I'm not denying that at one point. I'm Just not. Don't get started. I'm not back. denying. Not I'm not denying at one For point Aaron Rodgers was a bad man. But over the past four years, him and Andy Dalton have been the same quarterback. It's and it's Andy literally sti- it's statistically proven. Okay. Who the Aaron Rodgers and Andy Dalton? Him are and Andy Dalton QBR? are comparable quarterbacks. You're bugging. You <laughs> Just are don't bugging. get him started. Speaking of bugging, Nick tends to do one every week here, so let's move on to predictions for the week. But I will. Hold on. Okay. I okay. just have one thing I need to throw in before we get to the predictions. Jesus. Fire away. we see Danny Dimes, Tebow, are, could he huh? keep winning? Is he going to pull up Tebow here and keep winning and winning and winning I and winning? will go Seven out. Seven weeks of nonstop Danny Dimes craziness. I will go out and say, if the Eagles lose a couple games and the Cowboys lose a couple games, the Giants have a shot at the division with Dan- Daniel think, Jones. Once so you get too. Saquon Barkley back, depending on how long, depending on what they do while he's out, when he comes back, yep, that's going to change the whole dynamic of the team again. Which they're going to become a run first. It's going to be cold weather. Their end of their schedule is pretty weak. I know they play the Dolphins like week 15. So that should be a gimme. They could make some noise. Now I'm not going out there and saying they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a one seed. They're going to get a bye. They have a chance to be a contender just like the Lions or the Buccaneers. To throw in some spoilers towards to some teams at the end of the year that may be looking to get into the playoffs, and then all of a sudden that's a sleeper game that they lose, they overlook. Yep. That's our Danny Dimes. Your Danny Dimes? <laughs> better, better than Eli? Uh, uh, yes, right now. Eli yes. a Hall of Famer? Yes. Look Wrong. at the stats. Wrong. Is oh. Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? He's a, he's a Flacco is hater. That, all right, this is a question. <laughs> All right, what is there any quarterback in the NFL Hall of Fame with a below 500 record all-time? I think so, yeah. Namath. Joe Namath? I think Namath think has that, a below 500. Is that the only one? Because Eli right now is at 500. Mm-hmm. Not below. But, he's if, gonna he, play, he's gonna but play. if he started against the Bucks, they were going to lose. If the Giants have a bad year, which they probably could, He's going to play week 17, retire after that win. So we'll go over 500. You better hope. What if he loses? That, then what? They're just going to say, oh, he's Giant not schedule. Oh, wow. We actually. Oh, let's pull it up. We actually have a lot of Eagles. quarterbacks. Home against the Eagles. A lot of who? We actually have a lot of quarterbacks 
that have sub 500 uh, career records that are in the Hall of Fame. Um, Troy Aikman. Actually, Troy Aikman is sub 500. Hold on. We actually don't have Joe Namath in this. We have Troy Aikman, George Blanda, Terry Bradshaw. Fun fact there. Bet you didn't think about that. Under 500? Len Dawson, John Elway, Dan Fout, Otto Graham, and Bob Greasy. Hey, are these their overall records or are these their playoff records? Hall of Fame quarterbacks with losing records. What's the records? Does it not give the record? I think that's... Wow, this involves me going down a deeper... That's got to be the playoffs. I... Aikman... Court, how come the, the Hall of Fame website's got to be so freaking difficult? You can look it up at the show, but... Whatever, let's go to predictions. <laughs> I just, that, that would blow my mind if all of them... Predictions, oh, I need some right. games. I need Thursday, to Thursday night, Rams at the Seahawks. Um, hmm, a little bit of a tougher game to Rams pick in my opinion. Seahawks? Yeah. Um, and then we'll go Seahawks, though. I like the Seahawks at home. That's my pick. That's all I gotta say on that. Mm. We tend to usually just pick, and you know, you I'm going say, Rams. You can say I'm going Rams. Back. I like the Seahawks, but I think the Rams have to bounce back after giving up 45. Right. I think they were not prepared for Tampa Bay. They were looking ahead to Seattle. Our first, our first Sunday game at one o'clock. The Jets go to Philly to play the Eagles. I'm going Eagles. Is Darnold back from his cold? I don't think it would make a difference in my going opinion Eagles. on this one. I'm going birds. But I'm expecting a big game from Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I would love that. I love that. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings travel to MetLife to play Danny Dimes and the Giants. Just told you, he's Tim Tebow. Danny Dimes making it three in a row. I'm going Vikings. I'm with Bruno. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm going Vikings, and I'm saying it's a low-scoring game. I'm saying maybe Vikings... 20 to 16. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We got the Jaguars at the Panthers. Battle of the Cats. Jaguars at Panthers. Yep. All right. I'm on the I'm on the Gardner train on this one. Give me the Jags. I would want to be in the Gardner Minshew bandwagon, but I'm going Panthers in this game. I am also going Panthers because Kyle Allen is He looks real. He looks out. real deal right I now. I think he has proven that Cam Newton is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. He, there's nothing different about that yeah. team and how is he putting up those numbers and Cam can't. And Cam's I mean, supposed to be better. Definitely probably one of the most overrated, yeah. They rate him high. This game might be the make-or-break game of the season for these two teams. Atlanta goes to Houston to play the Texans. Atlanta's not a good road team. I got the Texans. I'm willing Texans as well. Let's see. Well, Atlanta at. I was expecting Atlanta's offense to be something spectacular, but I was also banking on the Texans to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year with Deshaun Watson to be the MVP. They haven't played that great. So I think we're going to see another Texans game where Watson has a good connection with Kenny Stills. Well, DeAndre you starting Kenny Stills in your fantasy team? I'm not starting uh, Kenny Stills. I'm keeping on the back. So you like the Texans? I like the Texans. All right. Let's see. We got the Buccaneers traveling to the Superdome to play the Saints. 
I'm on Saints. Just fitting for the show, I am going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at this game. Saints almost lost in the Super Bowl. I am also going with Tampa Bay. Oh. I think the Saints are riding high on that Cowboys victory, and they're going to lose. All right. The pick. Arizona comes east to play the Bungles. I'm on Cardinals. So, Give me Arizona. In this show, when Paul doesn't answer, I don't agree with him. I always go with a why. Why? Cincinnati is trash. (laughs) But Arizona is trash. And Cincinnati is home. And I like Andy Dolan. I like John Ross. They didn't get it going on Monday night. But we need, we need to get you piss tested. <laughs> on Sunday. Give me the Bengals. They're getting that first win of the season. You're tripping. If not, they're tying. Bills at the Titans. Uh, this one's a bit of a preface game for me. Give me the Bills. Yeah. Give I, me the Bills. Unless Mariota does not start. Oh, that's not what I was going with. Then I will say give me the Titans. Otherwise, give me the Bills. If Matt Barkley starts, I'm taking the Titans. But if Allen starts, I'm going to go with the Bills. So I'll go with the Bills. Actually, I'm with you. If Allen's not playing, yeah, I'm going Titans. Really? Mm-hmm. So, if Allen's not playing, you guys are going Titans. Yeah. I mean, we saw a Matt Barkley. I agree. If but, Allen's not playing, I'm going Titans. But I will go Bills if he is playing. I will agree. I feel like uh, no explanation is needed for this game. Pat- Patriots at the Redskins. I'm taking the Patriots. I am taking I'm, I'm going Patriots. Yes. Yes, Paul. I'm going Patriots. NFC or AFC. Jay is still coaching? <sighs> yes. Screw you. AFC North battle. Ravens at the Steelers. I'm going Ravens. Mason Rudolph looked I bad. Think there's more problems with this Ravens team than we. Is this a primetime game? Is this like a four o'clock game? One o'clock still. We're still in the one o'clock window. I like the way Mason Rudolph plays the game. I like the Steelers at home. James, I'm going to go Ravens. I'm yeah. going to go Ravens. I think the Ravens can beat them. Our last game in the one o'clock window: Chicago. And the Raiders, I think they got this wrong on the schedule. Huh? I think they got this wrong on the schedule because it shows the Bears Bears, the Raiders. Bears at Raiders, but Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, I think it's in London. Oh, is it the England game? We're already going to England? Yeah. Yeah, because the Raiders aren't home for a while. Okay. Oh, that's right. They're in London, like Canada and Mexico. Yeah. Ooh. This is an interesting one. I kind of want to take the Raiders, but I'll go with the Bears. Kind of upset that it's not 9 o'clock. You know, I like those 9 o'clock early yeah. games. I don't. But it was a night game, so it's at 1. Yeah. But who'd you go with? Bears. I'm going with the Bears. Yeah. I'm going with Oakland. Okay. See, I think me and Bruno are kind of on the same wavelength. Because I'm I, going with Oakland. This I'm is tempted to. This is, a, place. this is a Gruden statement game saying we don't need Khalil Mack. And oh, yeah, that's right. And if Derek Carr does not get sacked from Mac, I think they're going to win. And they're going to use a lot of quick screen, quick out passes. I think Clue Mac will get a sack. All right, so we'll see. we only got two 4 o'clock games on Sunday. The first one is Broncos at the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Chargers. Going with the Broncos. 
because Joe Flacco, they've lost by a game-winning field goal twice now this season. I don't know if it's two times in a row, but they've lost twice. It was the Bears and then the Jaguars. Uh, Chargers, they do not play. I've been saying this after week after week. They do not play back-to-back good seasons. I think the Broncos finally get a, ro- a, a win this week. Joe Flacco. In what is surely going to be the Troy Aikman bleep fest, oh, yeah. we have Packers at Dallas. At Dallas? Yeah. God, I want to root for the Packers, but I think the Cowboys are winning this game. I, I like Green Bay. I think Green Bay plays really well in Dallas, and now with that defense, it's going to be an even time. match. I don't trust Dak enough to go down the field. I have way more trust in Aaron Rodgers, so I'm going to go with the Packers. I uh, I'm going to go with the Packers I for both these teams for a little bit of a different reason. I think um, you're going if this Packers defense is for real, Dak's going to struggle. So I think I'd we'll love find to out. See it, but I th- I have a weird feeling. Kill the clock and run Zeke. Cowboys are going to win. Sunday night this week is the Colts at the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. At Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs. I think the Colts are gonna have the wow momentum, and I'm saying the Colts. I think the Colts knock the Chiefs off mainly because I think Mac is gonna have it going. Okay, Mac's gonna go for probably a buck twenty-five. Jacoby's gonna throw for a couple. All right. I think if they can keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, they have a good chance of winning. And lastly, Monday night, Browns at the 49ers. So, Paul, you're a big Browns guy. Every time you pick the Browns, they've won, or they've lost. And every time you don't pick the Browns, they've won. That changes this week. Browns are going to win. And they're where? At San Fran. I'm liking San Francisco. I like San Francisco in that game. I'm liking San Francisco, too, but not in the long run. But I like this week. I think the Browns have a setback. I think the Browns are too focused on off-the-field issues. We got Baker Mayfield calling out Rex Ryan. We got Odell wanting to show up in million-dollar watches. It's like, dude, just take the watch off, play football. We know you're a good receiver. We don't need all this extra nonsense. Baker, just do your job. Yep. All right. Includes the NFL for the week. Um, Man, I can't wait for the NFL playoffs. Speed! Wow, what a seamless transition. The run to the World Series <laughs> has already begun, technically. Um, so who who will get the pennants? Who will hoist a trophy at the end of the year? At the end of the playoffs? What's, what's score? Currently, sure. Brewers are at the Nationals right now in the NL Wild Card game. Bruno is providing the score update here shortly. Three to one, bottom eighth. Nationals have bases loaded. Oh boy! Yes. Two. Who's pitching? Hater? Hater. Oh, boy. Soto's at bat. Oh, this is a big moment. Bruno, keep us updated as we discuss and whatever here. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow in the AL, tomorrow in the AL wild card, we have Tampa Bay at Oakland. Uh, does Tampa Bay announce who their starter is yet for tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I know, I know Oakland announced Shamanaya is their starter. Um, got to be Charlie. Well, I was thinking, in all honesty, they might go glass now, but. Um, Not Snell. Snell was no. um, But sort of battle of the, uh, at least in the AL, it's a battle of the analytic squads. 
Um, then Thursday, we'll go Thursday first. Thursday, you have the uh, winner of the NL rather wild card game. Uh, they're playing the Dodgers. Um, and then Charlie also on third, Charlie Morton, Charlie Morton. Oh. versus Mike Fires. No, they announced Mania as the starter. Well, it says right here, A's once have decided. To, oh, they have not decided to go with him. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, and then also on Thursday, the other NL game: Cardinals at the Braves. Uh, the AL game: the Astros will host the winner of the race, the Athletics. And then for the other game on Friday in the AL, Twins go to the Yankees for their game. Um, going to be a really fun playoff, I think. You got a lot of electricity around a lot of these teams. Um, I thought the MLB did a really great job in the uh, hype promo video that they dropped today, kind of expressing that a little bit. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to see some, I wouldn't say upsets, um, per se, but you're going to see, I think, some interesting stuff go down in, this play- in these playoffs this year. Um, a lot of youth. Um, you tend not to really get this every now and then, uh, where you look at. So, like, you look at, I guess, from 2009 when the Yankees last won up through now, you've kind of seen this progress of youth kind of start to take over. You know, Yankees had veterans in 09, the Giants had veterans in 2010. Uh, but then you kind of flip it a little bit and as you start, I guess, with the Cardinals in 2011, um, they had a a lot of veterans, but at the same time you had this combo of youth in that team as well. Uh, Bruno looks like he has an update. Nationals are up 4-3. to three. Oh, wow. Oh. At the end of the eighth. Wow. No. Uh, he singled to right. Stevenson scored. Taylor scored. Runson scored. Soto save at second on air. Oh, you hate to and see it. And then Soto it. got thrown out at third. Wow. Oh, man. Hater blew it. You hate to see it. I'd love to see it. I hate Milwaukee. You hate Why just, do you hate Milwaukee? You hate a lot of teams. Nick, I've been meaning to ask you about this, man. Like, like, what is up with your just hatred of every team? <laughs> they lose their best player, who should be an MVP candidate. Yeah, well, he is an MVP well, candidate still. Milwaukee. And you are going to hate on a team that is still in the playoffs. Yes, because I'm a Pirates fan. This is They aren't even rivals. They beat up on the Pirates. They beat them 14 times this year. And I remember back in the day when they used to kill the Pirates. No, I do not like anyone in our division. I do not like the Reds. I do not like the Cardinals, especially not the Cardinals. I do not like the Cubs. I'm glad Joe Madden's gone. I'm glad Joe Madden and Clint Hurwell got fired on the same day. And I especially do not like Milwaukee. Do not like my division. All right, I can respect that. As a Pirates. That is respectable. It's the reason why it's not like... I think Yelich is on steroids. Maybe a little biased because I don't I don't like the team, but it's what we call reckless speculation. <laughs> I'm a I'm a diehard Pirates fan. I do not like the division. Anyway, going back to like what I was talking about before, though. About the Pirates. We don't talk about that. Um, but yeah, especially like I said, and then you start seeing the progress over the past couple of years. Um, kind of the kind of like the 2016 World Series where you kind of I guess foresee. 
the the combo of youth and veterans and how it's kind of swaying towards the youth a little bit with the Indians and Cubs. And then you look at the Astros in 2017, um, kind of the same deal. And then last year with the Red Sox, um, same deal. Now I think this year you're going to see a team that probably has the perfect combo of youth and veterans, um, I think, prevail in this way. Um, what's weird is you look at every team this year and kind of make a case that they each team has probably that perfect combo in a way. Um, but as is the most case with every playoffs, but especially I think baseball in particular, whoever really has that hot hand on one side of the ball, in this case pitching, tends to do the best down the stretch. That being said, hard to make a case against, say, a team like St. Louis, I think, in my opinion, uh, at least front-end-wise. Bullpen-wise, you know, I think it kind of is a toss-up, I'd say, probably between the Braves, the Yankees, um, I think the Dodgers. Dodgers on the stretch, I think their bullpen kind of stabilized a little bit, at least in my opinion. Um, Nationals win, they got to worry about their bullpen. Yeah, well, that's a big if. One of the still. worst bullpens to ever make the playoffs. It's a big if still if they get there. Um, so, you know, what do you guys think, kind of, with the playoffs here? I think it's uh, Houston's league to lose. They have, by far, I, I, my opinion, by far the best one, two, three starter punch in the in the game right now in the playoffs in the game with Verlander, Cole, and Granky. I think in a best of five series, that starting rotation is going to be impossible to beat. And best of seven, it's going to be tough to get a series lead off of it. As long as they pitch how they've been pitching all season long, especially the way Garrett Cole's been pitching. I think Garrett Cole should be the Cy Young, just the way he is flat out pitched. Upsets me to see him and Charlie Morton, who were on the Pirates, in the playoffs. <laughs> Here we go. What about Glass? Glass now was Austin Meadows. Pirates. Austin Meadows. Meadows. But we have Chris Archer. That thigh something ERA, man. He won three games this year. Chris Archer. Really yeah, ca- caused more problems than he solved. <laughs> but uh, that's a different story. Uh, I think it's Houston's, Houston's division to lose. I think the only threat they have in the American League is the Yankees. Yeah. National League, I think, is a toss-up. We'll see how it goes. I don't. I, you'd like to think it's the Dodgers, but we'll see. Bruno, like you said, out of the National League, I think it's a toss-up. Uh, personally, I would say the Braves would probably have the best chance. That's who I've been high on through September. They oh. just they just play just like the Astros did in 2017, where they're not afraid to play small ball, move guys over, score runs that way rather than hitting home runs. They rely on base running, which is key. They have good defense. So I think the Braves can go there. Yeah. Um, they were in it last year. The young players got the experience. You're high on the Astros, saying that it's the Astros to lose. If Oakland happens to beat Tampa Bay tomorrow, yeah, they're, they're, Oakland, that's be a I problem. think, will win against the Astros in the first round. Really? Mainly because in the final two mm. months, the Astros are 2-11 and 11 against yep. the A's. Now, that's going to be hard because they play each other 18 times. So to start What the a season, stat. They started out 9-0 and 0 against them, then they finished, and now they're overall, I think it's 11-8 and 8 or something against the A's this year. 
So they're about an even matchup. But also with the A's getting that extra playing day, where now the Astros are taking a long break, I think that could hurt them in the long run. But I also find that the Yankees are going to have a tough time with the Twins. That's not going to be an easy out for anyone. With the history, Yankees won like 10 straight against the Twins in the playoffs. Yeah, something ridiculous, but every game they played this year was basically a home run derby. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to expect the same thing into the postseason with the Yankees having home field there. I'm going to say the Yankees make it by that. If the Astros don't get by the A's, I have the Yankees representing the AL. Or I'm going to take the Astros if they get the Rays. Now, you were a Yankee fan, now you're an Astros fan? I've been an Astros fan. For life? Not for life. Oh, okay. Ever since they had a guy named LJ Hose. Okay. My man. <laughs> so you're an Astros guy now. Yep. I you being, like the Yankees. I started being an Astros fan like 2013. They were 55 and 102, oh, I think. Yeah. And then I was like, all right. I remember Astros. that. You I'm an Astros fan. fan. Yeah, and you like the Yankees to come out to win the AOP. If the Astros don't get past the A's. the A's. If they do get past the A's, I'm taking the Astros. Now, if they're playing the Rays, you think they're going to... I think it's going to be three games then. Well. On to the next one. Uh, are we making predictions here, Paul? Yeah, we got we got time. We're, need, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna need to uh, wrap some things up here. We're kind of running somewhat short on time, but yeah, predictions. But I will say one thing, Paul. I yep. threw in our baseball preseason show. Mm-hmm. Threw it off the top of my head, right the last second. I said Twins Cardinals World Series. That still has a chance. There we go. Let's go, Nick. You should have bet that at the sports book. No, I just <laughs> should have the end those twin, two to win the AL and the NL, and you'd yeah. be winning some money. Twins Cardinals, but I don't like Twins Cardinals now. Why I not? Like, I like we have breaking baseball news. Breaking baseball news. The Washington Nationals have defeated the Milwaukee Brewers. Four to three to advance to the NLDS. Yes, boo. Yes, boo. But let's just face it. This is the Nationals. They do not get past the divisional round. No, no. Washington sports franchise comes through in the playoffs. All right. The let, Capitals and let, Alex Ovechkin would like a word. Let me ask you this: Is it no That's team, true. or are the Nationals better without Bryce Harper than with them? They're still in the playoffs. They're, They're just as far with I will go on a Bryce Harper is the most overrated baseball player. You think he's the most overrated? Yes. He doesn't do much for the team. He's, for what he's making. I will say Manny Machado. No, he's up there, too. He doesn't do anything either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got Robinson Andy Rendon. Give him some respect, man. Anyway, predictions. Predictions? Mm. Uh, I'll go real quick. I think, well, the Nationals just won. They're going to lose to the Dodgers. The Braves are going to beat the Cardinals. Dodgers in the World Series. Uh, I think the Rays get it done, but it's not going to matter. The Astros are going to kill them, and the Yankees are going to kill the Twins because they always do. And I like the Astros, and I like the Astros to win it all. And the Dodgers lose three straight World Series? Are we talking Buffalo Bills? (laughs) (laughs) Could this be the Bills? I'm going Astros beat the Rays. Yankees beat the Twins. Astros beat the Yankees. Who are the Dodgers playing? Nationals. Nationals. They will play the Nationals. I'm saying the Dodgers beat the Nationals. Braves beat the Cardinals. Braves beat the Dodgers. Astros beat the Braves. 
So uh, I'm going to go with Dodgers beating the Nationals. I'm going to go Cardinals beating the Braves. And I have the Cardinals beating the Dodgers to get into the World Series. I think tomorrow I think Oakland will beat the Rays. I think the Astros will beat Oakland, though. I think the Yankees will beat the Twins. I think the Yankees will beat the Astros. And the Yankees will win the World Series against the Cardinals. We'll see. I'm going for it. It's been a while since yeah. the rich Yankees have won. Yeah. Ten years. Not quite as long as 22, but, you know. Who's 22? Pirates. Pirates losing streak. We lost 20 years in a row, Paul. Get it right. Oh, my bad. And that ended in 2013. Anyway, we are a bit short on time, so we'll have to do this NHL preview very quickly. More or less a rapid-fire, I guess, type deal. Uh, Bruno, you're a Sabres fan. Um, question I pose to you, can they make the leap? They showed some signs last year that I think they're knocking on the playoff door. Do they get there this year? Um what uh, what are your expectations for the Sabres team? Because I, I think it's going to be a fun year for Sabres fans. So I think they showed us a little bit of what they want to be last year when they went on their 11-game winning streak early on. Mm-hmm. We don't have the depth to go and dominate all year long and be that top team. But I do see the Sabres getting into the playoffs this year as a wild card team. So either like a 7 or 8. They should be making some noise on offense. They could have one of the scariest offenses with Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner, Reinhardt, all those boys. But one thing that the Sabres have been looking to do recently, which has just been breaking news because Rooster Linen has asked for a trade from Buffalo a couple Ex- months ago. Excuse me, what? Rooster Linen. He's a young No, I know, who he is. I know who he is. He I'm has sorry. asked for a trade. And the Winnipeg Jets have called the Sabres and said, we will give you Patrick Lane for Rusalainen oh. and a first-round draft pick. Whoa, whoa, so whoa. all of a sudden, they want to pull that trigger and get Patrick Lane on there with his contract extension he just signed. We could have a really bright future. I did not know that the last part of there. Patrick Lane is a real deal, real deal he, player. He, he is a real deal. Well. But Winnipeg, Plus a first round pick. <laughs> Winnipeg doesn't want to pay him what they just signed him to. Whew. They want to make Bruce Linen happy. They need a young defenseman. They do. They effectively emptied the shelf on defensemen this past offseason. Yes. And they're still waiting to hear back on if guys are officially retired or if they mm. want to make a comeback. So they're looking to throw some money at young defensemen, and Buffalo has one that they really want. And if they happen to pull that trigger. I think that puts Buffalo over the top for the playoffs. My New York Rangers preview here. Yeah. I just had my fantasy hockey draft with Paul. Okay. Yeah, and I drafted Jack Hughes and Capo Caco. You drafted Capo in the first round. Drafted Capo Caco in the first round. Hey, that, that's a risky move. Let's that, see if it pays off. That's an extremely risky move. Let's see if it pays move. off. Still got Malkin on my team. A little bit. Uh, and, uh... I think Capocaco will have a better rookie year than Jack Hughes. Okay. He will win rookie of the year, and he will be electric, and he will lead the Rangers to a, the second wild card. All right. Who's the first? First? Sabres. Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. So, hockey starts tomorrow on NBC Sports, Sports Network. Yep, NBC I'm excited for Vegas this year. I'm a big Vegas guy. Yeah, yeah. The Capitals Vegas tomorrow? 
Capital uh, Sharks. We got Capitals at the Blues and then Sharks at the Golden Knights. There we go. Two good games. Yeah. Yes. There's also two bad. other games, but I mean, nah. I'm going to say <laughs> Capitals win and Sharks win. I like that, yeah. I like the Blues to win and I like the Knights to win. I, there we I, go. I like the Caps and the Sharks. Okay. That's what I'm going with. That's fine. Anyway, um, my big question for my team being the Lightning, can they overcome the choke that they had last year? Because um, this is probably going to be the, the last year that they have the window fully open, as I'd call it. Um, they're going to have to start paying people. They struggled this past offseason with Braden Point. Um, they got a deal done, not the 11th hour, but about as close as you can kind of get to it, I'd say. Um, same token, you got other guys coming up that are going to want to get paid, like Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord's quietly a really great player. Um, he'll be up. Veseleski, uh, the goalie. Um, hopefully he'll back up the Dan performance of last year. What? Dan Girardi retired. But, yeah, but we got Shattenkirk. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Lightning still make the playoffs. It's going to be a tough. I think it's going to be a little bit of a tough year. They're going to have that stigma around them. Will I they think be as this good year. as they were in the regular season last year? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's hard to do what they did two years in a row. So, um, you got a lot of different. You got a lot of new new faces and new places or familiar faces and new places. I'm kind of intrigued to see what Phil Kessel can do. In Arizona. in Arizona, only because that fat bastard, man, I tell you what. <laughs> but uh, it'll be interesting to see if he kind of rejuvenates a little bit at the tail end of his career a little Is bit. Is Daniel Chara a big year? This might be Chara's last year. Wow. Um, it's the way it kind of seems anyway. Boston's going to be really good, I think. Um, if Pasternak can stay healthy, you know, we know Marchand's going to be a, a rat that he is. But if I think he can keep his head out of more of the more controversial stuff, um, that defense is young and I think can will only get better. Um, so, and plus Tuka Rask is still Tuka Rask. <laughs> Real quick, my finals. I have the Rangers over the Kings rematch, and they get it done. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's a bold prediction. Your finals. Maroon. Oh, my finals yeah. early. Uh, let's see. see if you can predict it. Who wins? Over who? Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. Win? No, uh, they lose to the Sharks. That's uh, the West team that I had are the Sharks. I'm going to bite that bullet. If you call it that. Although I will say a dark horse team, I don't know if they'll make the finals, but I think you might see them make some waves this year. Dallas Stars are kind of rejuvenated a little bit. He's, he's right on that. Um, I'm going to change it. I'm going to the Stars to the finals. Oh, they win. okay. I'm going to start. Yeah, Stars win. Um, they've kind of rejuvenated up front, maybe not exactly in the most youthful way, but they got high scoring chances now, obviously, with Cigan. Pavelski's there now. Um, you already have some good guys there already in the first place, and I, you know, I'm not completely sold on it, but they're expecting a big year out of Ben Bishop. So, um, so 
I'm, I'm saying the Sharks for the West, but I'm just saying Dallas, I think, might make some noise. In the East, you know, I, I'm, it's, it hurts me to say it, but I think Boston uh, gets back to the finals. I think Boston will win over the Sharks for the Stanley Cup. Boston, another championship. Unfortunately, but I, that team's good. One that team team's good. Is a Celtics anytime soon. <laughs> That's your team. Um, and the Rockets. While we got time, we still got a couple minutes left here. We're going to do our lock of the week. If you guys have one, I do. My, Rockets final. <laughs> my, my lock of the week: the Arizona Cardinals are plus three and a half at Cincinnati for the NFL. Arizona plus three and a half is what my lock of the week. My lock of the week is not one. You probably should just do straight up. But add it to your parlay. Take the money line on the Yankees in game one. They're winning that Friday game. night. I like that. Over the Twins. Bruno, you got one? Lock of the week. Let's see. Hockey starting. Oh. Taking the Sabres to win their first game against the Penguins on Thursday. Ooh. I like that. He legally said that. He legally did. All right. That takes oh us God. to the end of the podcast for this week as always we thank everyone for tuning in again we had a bit of a technical delay sorry about that uh not much we could really do well, at the time this and it's friday yeah. if you're watching this or obviously not it doesn't matter wednesday. wednesday you don't know about the technical delay you just watched it bruno watched bruno's it. bruno's already getting off we haven't, we haven't even we haven't even said we haven't even said thank you bruno's for him tuning enough. in yet uh bruno but <laughs> yeah, but thank you, uh, thank you for coming in. Um, awesome having your voice on. Oh, thank you for on. having me. Yeah, the um, debut. Let's have you back. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe someone else will be here. Hope, yeah. maybe we'll get the whole crew yeah. in here. Yeah. Tell Matt and Pat right now why you're not here. Matt, Pat, Justin, get in here. All right, Nick, uh, you got anyone to shout out yeah, today? I'm actually, shout out Justin's brother. I knew Zach. that was coming. I was about to call him Paul. <laughs> Paul Hill. Hey, Paul Hill. Come on. Come on. He's they an OG. Know, you know what? Shout out Paul Hill too. Their dad. He's but an OG. Really shout out Zach Hilla. He's a new home leaser. Owner. Just bought owner. Home owner. Congrats, Zach Hilla. He doesn't know my name, but <laughs> I know yours. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good story. Shout out Zach. Anyway, uh, as always, we thank you again for tuning in. If you haven't already, you should like, share, subscribe on the YouTube channel. Download the Finger Wakes 1 app. It's how I get pretty much all my morning news locally here. And we will catch you next week here on the Fresh Takes Podcast.